You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The next 2-2 home. Oh, he's going to get to jog around the bases. He did it again. He's a beast. (laughs) There really is no one like him. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily. Joe O, Joe G on the BetQL Network. We got a lot to get to coming up this hour. Justin Termini of NBA Serious Radio will join us uh, in about 20 minutes. And then we'll go over the NFL passing yards uh, odds coming up at the end of the hour. Who's going to lead the NFL in passing other than that guy Mahomes, who has a pretty good uh, shot to do it every year. But, Joe, we got a fun night tonight. I know you, you and I both are baseball guys. I know you love the home run derby. And tonight we have a feel that is, you know, it's not as great as it could have been. Let's just be real, right? Some guys opted out, didn't want to do this, injuries or whatnot. But it still is a very good field. Shohei Otani leads the charge, and it's a course field, which just gives it a whole different element. I mean, great home run hitters could hit the ball at any major league ballpark. There's never a home run derby. I'm like, oh, it's not going to be any home runs tonight. It's at Petco Park. They'll hit it out anywhere. But course field, no humidor. We could see some bombs tonight. I am ready, and um, and I love I love where the way this bracket kind of sets up. At first, I was upset. That it was Otani against Soto in the first round because I think Juan Soto in a different year, a different bracket could be, you know, a guy that could win this thing. But I actually kind of like it now, Joe. I like that we're starting off with Otani and Juan Soto in this thing because that's a show right away. You got to pay attention right away. I am excited about this for so many reasons, and one of it is uh, legalized gambling. Because look, it's not just picking the home run derby. That's what it used to be in the past. Maybe mm-hmm. you can get some matchups. You can bet on Otani against Soto, Perez against Alonzo, Gallo versus Story, and your guy Olsen going up against Mantini. You could still do that. So you can pick on the winner. You you can bet on these matchups. You can bet on which guys will make the final. Which player will have the most home runs of anyone, which probably kind of like just betting on the winner anyways, but that's a whole nother story. Well, maybe not. I, uh, I want you think back to Vlad jr. A couple of years ago. I mean, he may have been uh, right there. If not had Josh Hamilton in 08. Yeah. Hamilton in 08. He had more, I think he had more than more. No, who won the, won the thing. You can do over unders on total home runs that we're going to see tonight. You can bet the over under on the length of the longest home run. This is awesome. I kind of feel with that one. That is it's fun to look at. I'll be tracking to see if it goes over or under, but that's one I want no part of because I don't know if they're going to be lying about the number that is posted. It's sexier to say, oh, that one went 525 instead of 519 feet. And there, I noticed this morning there are some books that are posting 510 and a half. Some have 518 and a half. Some have 519 and a half. So uh, you should definitely shop around. There are different numbers on the home run winner, though, as well. 
it, let's start here. Uh, the dimensions of Coors Field. Is there a uh, a handedness that gives you an advantage here? The one thing that did jump out to me is if you go left center, it's 390 feet, and right center is 375 feet. So you have it's porch and right center is 15 feet shorter. So do left-handers like Otani, Soto, Mancini, Gallo have an advantage? So that could be. The dimensions are what they are. But the, there is a taller right field in Coors Field that I think mm -hmm. will come into play. You have, you have to get – it's not quite the green monster. It's not, you know, 30 feet high. But you have to get that ball up in right field right. to clear yeah. that. So it's a shorter distance, but you've got to hit it over that in left field, but basically center to left. It's all that same, you know, height of the wall there. I think it's easier for righties to hit home runs in Coors Field. But, but Joe, there is something to some of the lefties, specifically Soto. And I know in the home run derby, you don't typically go the other way. But if you look at it, both Matt Olson and Soto hit a lot of home runs to center and left center. They're right. not, their swing kind of goes that way sometimes. That could help them. If you're strictly a pull hitter as a lefty and you're only going over the wall in right field, you could lose one or two off that wall. So um, I also looked at the middle third of the field, mm -hmm. which, which which hitter hits the majority of their home runs to the middle third, which is a disadvantage. It's Mancini. Mancini, nine of his 16 home runs this year are in the middle third of the field. It'd be a great story, a terrific story. But um, if I'm betting on matchups or a player that I think is going to be out first and then you try to figure out the paths, uh, I, I think Olsen has a very good shot at advancing in the first round. Pretty close to – man, Gallo's going to beat Story and Olsen's going to beat Mancini. That's how I, I view the right side of the bracket. Yeah, I do too, and we're going to get that. That's going to be a great matchup in, in the second round. Joe, I want to throw something at you that I, I heard last week for the first time. I don't know what to do with this information. I just think it's interesting. You, you could say it might make a difference tonight. So I heard uh, Buster only at ESPN. I was listening to his, uh, his podcast, and they were talking about Shohei Otani. And apparently, so Buster's going to be doing the coverage on ESPN tonight. And he said he, he tries to reach out to all the candidates or the contestants and just get a feel for how they're preparing. So he uncovered this nugget that I, I can't believe no one has picked up on with Shohei Otani. I guess part of it, the media hasn't been around the team as much as in a normal year. You know, Shohei Otani does not take batting practice. He hasn't taken batting practice once this season. Which What? Once. So on the surface, that just makes him even more like, you know, mythical figure. Is like, he in a cage somewhere? Perhaps. But he. I think the, the thing was, the context was on the field, do you hit home runs in batting practice? And yeah. Otani was like, I don't even take batting practice. Nobody knows. So... So my first thought was, like, it makes him more of a mythical figure. Like, what the heck is this guy doing? He doesn't even take batting practice. But the Jeez. second part is, Joe, this is batting practice. This is glorified batting practice. And I just wonder if he's going to tire out. Like, batting practice is whatever, 45, 50 swings, depending on your turns, how many times you go in the, in the cage and whatnot. If he doesn't do that, and you're probably, what you hit said is probably correct. He probably does something underneath the clubhouse to get himself in a rhythm and make sure his swing is right. Yeah. But that's kind of weird. This is bad practice. He doesn't take it. I just, I'm a little worried. He's going to tire out as this night goes on. Is that because he's uh, the center of the attention and fans are going nuts? Uh, probably punching each other for an Otani ball probably. in the outfield. Uh, maybe, maybe he's also got other stuff to do because he's also, you know, he's a pitcher, so he's trying yeah, to once a body. week. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, I, wow. I have no idea what that is, but I've never heard that about any player, let alone a guy in the home run derby. Yeah, there are some guys that do like to take batting practice, but they're going to do it before. I think it's still a two-hour window when the fans yeah. show up. Before you know, they don't want everybody watching them. Uh, much of the media isn't even there at that point. Some is, but not. You know, they don't want to be the center of the attention. Um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all if Soto takes out Otani in the first round. How about you? No, no, and that's why I find it so hard to to. Like, oh, it'd be a great story. Be, I want to see if I'm picking what I want to say. I want to see Otani in the final because that'd just be awesome. But I wouldn't be surprised at all, Joe, if, if Soto takes him out. That 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 is worth me. Let me give you my favorite potential upset in the first round. If you look at the individual matchups you could you could wager on. Yep. Plus 175, I saw it earlier today. You can get Salvador Perez, your guy, to take out Pete Alonso in the first round. Yeah, that's that's it, man. I agree. Okay, on the matchups, just betting strategy, I would not lay money on any favorite. Yes, I believe Gallo and Olsen will advance, and those are probably the only favorites I'd bet on, but probably, or I'd take a look at. But I wouldn't bet on it. It's just, wait, it's a home run derby. Right. If you're going to bet on a matchup, take the underdog. So the only underdogs that I would look at is right now on points bet, Soto's plus 160 against Otani. And Perez is a bigger dog, which shocked me uh, to Alonzo at plus 175. Maybe because nobody's talking about Perez and we've seen Alonzo win this before. I don't know what it is. Looking to be a two-time winner. He would join Griffey and... Well, else would he join? You joined Prince Fielder and Cespedes uh, as the only two-time winners uh, of this event. But uh, yeah, Perez is my favorite dog. And at plus 175, I love that. I love that. That's my favorite matchup too. Do you, you have got. another you like? Do you have another one you like? That's the only one I really like. So the only the only other one I I would put a little bit on just because I think there's a real chance it happens is Soto. Right? You know, you're getting plus money a lot. I mean, not you said not as good as plus money on Salvador Perez, but you're getting pretty good plus money on Juan Soto. Well, again, again, in any other year, it could be the number one or two or three seed. He's the eighth seed this particular if, year. If he beats Otani, though, he's going to the final. Yeah. Right? Well, let me throw this at you. So you could bet, at some books, you could bet the exact matchup in the final. <laughs> so, plus 550 on Otani, Joey Gallo. That seems like a pretty logical uh, end to this night. But if you think that Soto could upset him, you get plus 1,300 on a Joey Gallo, Juan Soto final. Ooh. That's pretty good. That's not bad. That's not bad. What about Olsen Soto? Let me find it. Olsen Soto. It's got to be even better. Yes, I'm sure it is. Well, yeah, because you're you're dealing with another kind of underdog um, in this one. The, the best part of this is so you want you want an Olsen Soto? Yeah. Olsen Soto. Joey Gallo versus Matt Olsen is oh, excuse me, Juan Soto versus Matt Olsen is plus 1600. Okay. That's not terrible. Yeah. Uh Here's the thing. It's hard. Like, I can make cases against Mancini, against Story, and you know maybe even Alonzo, and, and for a couple of other guys, like Soto, like we mentioned. It's hard to knock Gallo here. Like, What's the knock on Gallo? Uh, of the entire group here going at it tonight, he's number one in fly ball percentage. Launch angle, he's the highest of these guys. By a lot. By a lot. Yeah. Too, yeah. Like, there's a big gap. So he's the second favorite. He should be the second favorite. I can't believe, man, you can find Otani at plus 200 at some sites. Like the money is going crazy, which also means there's a lot of value on Soto since he's going against him in the first round. 
But um, it's hard to go against Gallo here. I think most people, the first reaction is, okay, I want to avoid Atani. Maybe I should look on the right side. But when I think about how this is going to play out, I'd rather avoid Gallo as long as possible. Yeah, I would too. And it just doesn't it feel like Joey Gallo's was made for the home run derby. This is he what really he does. Was. He walks, yes. he hits all run. Like he's made for the home run derby. If you had to throw a wager on who who hits the longest home run, mm-hmm. would you go Gallo again? Of of these eight players, which player has the longest home run this season? Yes. Would it be Gallo? Otani. Was it the but one the other day? It's close. Uh, I don't know which one. I know it was he, 470 feet. Okay. He hit one in Seattle the other day. It was just like insane, the, the distance. But it's close because Otani's uh, longest is 470. Story hit one 466. Gallo 462. And Salvi 460. There it is. All right. Quickly, <laughs> before before we get to – and we're going to do a draft next hour. We're, we're going to okay. draft our, our favorites here and see which one of us wins. Before we get to uh, Jake Hassan, who's got some thoughts on the MLB draft last night. He's our guy on that. Are we sleeping on Pete Alonso at all here? Yes. I mean, we you and I both are. said Salvi's good. That's a pretty good number to beat him in the first round. Pete Alonso won this thing two years ago. And doesn't it feel like Pete Alonso cares about the home run derby? That's that's part of this. Like, there's a there's few guys that care about this thing. He's like, let me in. I'm back. Yeah, and he has 17 homers on the yeah. air. It doesn't feel like he has 17 homers, but he does. We are completely overlooking, at, overlooking him. I don't know why. Why is that? We, we saw him winning against Vlad Jr. He's right. as impressive as anyone. I guess he's been passed as the story. You know, he was a rookie that year. It was cool. He was, you know. Still, he's a New York guy, though. I know. He, he hits bombs, and he loves this event. Yeah, I don't know why. we're Because we're looking for reasons to, to scratch guys off, and that's just one of them. I, I, maybe we're the only ones in America, though, like all big on Perez here. Maybe. Maybe. Us in the, in the city of in, in Kansas City, Rose. Right. All right, let, let's bring on Jake Hassan. He's got some thoughts for us. So last night was the MLB draft, which typically um, we're not going to spend much time on, but we needed someone that knew something about it. Uh, I don't know much about these players other than Kumar Rocker's got a name that I think is just too good to fail. He goes to the Mets with the 10th pick. Jake Hassan, what, what do you know about this draft last night? I mean, we could start with your guy that you just mentioned, Kumar Rocker, falling all the way to number 10, uh, going to Dylan Burns' Mets. If you had told me before the season that Kumar Rocker was going to fall outside the top five and barely be inside the top 10, I would have laughed in your face. I would have laughed you out of the room. Uh, there were some questions about his velocity and his control, which is absurd because he led the college baseball world in strikeouts and we're questioning his control. But I mean, the Mets got a guy who's probably, is is he for sure an ace? Like I think Jack Leiter is no, but I think he's more, uh, he'll probably be more of a number two, but this guy is unbelievable. He was in the SEC dominating at Vanderbilt for three years. It's not like he was in the Big Ten or the Pac-12. Like He was beating LSU, Alabama, Florida. Like, Dude, that Vandy rotation, are you kidding me? Crazy. Unbelievable. <laughs> they're, so, like the Do- they're like the Dodgers of college baseball. Yeah, I mean, the Mets got a steal. I mean, there's no two ways about it. They got an absolute steal taking him at number 10. Okay, Jake. So every uh, every year with the NFL draft, by the way, I was impressed that the MLB draft was on two networks at the same time. And Rob Manfred was getting booed, which I appreciated. <laughs> Always. All of us will, can appreciate that. So we just talk about winners or losers. Um, outside of the Mets landing rocker, is there one team you're like, oh, phenomenal pick, even though this is a bit of a crapshoot. Baseball is even tougher than the NFL. Uh, that's a winning type pick. That will win you a draft or any selections where you said, you're an idiot. What the hell are you guys doing? 
I mean, there were a couple of the Orioles and the uh, Royals specifically drafted way under slot because they're just trying to save some money very clearly. But the Marlins at 16 got Khalil Watson. He was the fourth out of the four prep shortstops that could have easily gone in the top 10. And Watson had some signability concerns that people were scared about, but the Marlins took him. And I think that's an absolute steal for them because he's going to be very, very good. He was looked at as a top 10 pick at one point and He's just got all the offensive capability. He might have to switch from shortstop to center, but that's not too bad. Can this Max Muncy play? Yes. How about <laughs> that? The A's draft another Max Muncy. And it's, it's like, what a weird coincidence that is. On the other side, we got a lot to get to, including some NBA. Justin Tremaine is going to join us next. Talk some NBA right here on BetQL Daily and the BetQL Network. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Lead at one nothing with Joey Gallon now stepping in and he swings and hits a high fly ball to deep right field and that is gone. Back to back home runs for Adolis Garcia and Joey Gallon. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. BetQL Daily here weekdays 9 a.m. to noon on the BetQL Network, also on the Odyssey app. So download the free Odyssey app today to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily podcast so you can get it uh, whenever you're free or you can catch us live. Again, 9 a.m. to noon at BetQL Daily on Twitter, at BetQL Daily on Twitter. Tons of ways to bet on the home run derby this evening. So for Lightning Bets, that's all that's happening, right? I'm not missing anything. Uh, it's got to be just this tonight, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I've got to come up with a few ways to bet this. Okay, I've got a couple things that I really like, but we're going to have a uh, a draft coming up here. Joe G, how will you consume it? Will you go with the ESPN, or I believe it's on what well, they used to call it the Deuce years ago, uh, I, the StatCast one with yes. Jason Benetti? That's that's the one I'll be watching. And Mike uh, Mike Petriello, I think, is the uh, the, the From MLB Network, yes. MLB.com. Yes, yeah. You know what? I haven't. I don't, think, I, I don't think I've ever watched the home run derby with them. I'll, I'll watch the alternative broadcast sometimes. I think they've done they've done some postseason games. Uh, I like that. I think it's interesting, especially you know, like the home run derby is kind of fit for that. With the talking about launch angle and the talking about you know how the uppercut swing is playing. I'll check that out. Um, but you know what? You know who I miss. Do you, do and Benetti's really good. Yeah, Benetti's very good. Do you miss yeah. Chris Berman doing the home run derby? Do, do, I, I, do I, I miss? I do it. I do a little bit. I think he's better than Ravitch. You know, Carl Ravitch is fine. But, like, I'm not getting anything from Carl Ravitch. It's just, he's just a broadcaster. At least Berman, I'm getting a character. He's boring. Ravitch? Ravitch is boring. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not the biggest fan. Like, at least with Berman, I'm getting something silly. Like, I can enjoy that. <laughs> um, yeah, you need over the top. I want someone screaming. Yes. Yeah, I don't mind that. 
I don't well, mind this, that this is all. the kind of event for that. This is this yeah. is silly. This is screaming. It's, it's the home run derby. Give me the clowns. Go ahead. Yes. Bring Berman out. I don't mind that. I never thought about missing Berman. Um, but yeah. I mean, sometimes I just roll my eyes at the NFL stuff, but Oh yeah. Well, I mean, he, he made I mean we all grew up we all grew up loving the Swami though. And th- th- that's what we do. Like he was ahead of his time yes. talking about sports betting, finding a way to do it on ESPN when everyone else was scared to. Yeah, listen, no one circles the wagon. I mean that was, it was Chris Berman. <laughs> I mean you Tom, can't Tom Jackson. Have you ever yeah. watched the uh they brought what a back. what a what a jerk that guy is, by the way. Who, Tom Jackson? <laughs> I, I had a bad incident with him oh, did on you? the phone. Yeah. Yeah. What did yeah, he like, do? He was just uh, his number, I think, was in the NFL media guide. I mean, okay. back in the day, it's do whatever you want. Call hotel rooms, ask for uh, players. I got Dwayne Wade in his hotel room once. I got Carmelo Anthony right after Syracuse when they were on that run. Oh, wow. There were like 20 people in the room. He still came on and did the interview for like 10 minutes. Really good guy. But T- I mean, TJ, I, good guy in my world because he was willing to come on the radio for five minutes. Tom Jackson uh, wanted to know. But Tom Jackson. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, former Bear Doug Buffon's hosting, you know know him from when you guys played love to have you on for a few minutes how'd you get this number never call me again but blah, blah, blah. yeah you, you get those once in a while so you're saying we're not getting tom jackson the show this football season and i think well that, i'm okay with that are you okay with that is I'm he fine. even working is he yeah, employed I, well didn't the espn bring back their show like on the espn plus on digital which nobody's watching well they've tried forever to get people to go to espn plus yeah, that, that's like, where the fight okay. was USP. listen i mean if you want to do that i get it everything's going digital Many people are consuming this show right. uh, through digital. However, the Berman Tom Jackson audience, probably not how you want to get people over to digital, right? Yeah, that, the that's people, the old standard TV people. Right. The people that got their NFL highlights in 1996 from, from Chris Berman probably aren't seeking him out on ESPN Plus now. That makes sense. They, they, they couldn't wait for Monday night halftime so they can catch all the, all the highlights. Yes. <laughs> I mean, by the time they show those on Monday now, or was it? two minutes or fastest three minutes of sports, whatever they call that. Oh, like yeah. this is so old. I've like, I don't this, need to see it anymore. I've seen this same highlight 17 <laughs> times. I've had six exactly. opinions on it already. I'm done. Exactly. Yeah. You've got the takes going on. Right. I mean, that's what we're going to be doing all football season. I can't wait. Uh, Becky L daily, Joe, O, Joe G. All right, let's get started with the draft four rounds, eight players. And then after that, a few other ways that we can attack this. Uh, since there are so many markets available, Joe G, you have the first select. Are we doing snake? Did we decide that in the pre-show I think we meeting? We have to do snake, right? Okay. So All I'm right. going to go first. Okay. Now, are you going most likely to win or the most appealing odds? Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do both. I'm going to, I'm going to be my most likely to win with the odds as a part of the whole thing. Okay. Okay. So we'll, we'll keep the odds and then we'll, we'll see who wins this thing. All right. So I get to go number one. My pick is Joey Gallo. My guy, plus 450, Joey Gallo. I can't hate it. There are a million reasons to to go with Joey Gallo. Fly ball percentage, number one. Here's a launch angle. According to BetQL, Gallo has an extreme uppercut swing that's perfect for getting the ball up in the thin Rocky Mountain air at Coors Field. 21.3% 21.3% launch angle leads all competitors in this event by a wide margin. My favorite thing about Gala, and I remember seeing this a couple of weeks ago, was that he was struggling the last two years more than anyone uh, against fastballs with spin. Obviously, this is batting practice tonight, so not much spin on these on these tosses in there. And then you notice ever since the sticky stuff went away, Joey Gallo is like the best home run hitter in baseball other than Otani, the two of them. Yeah. 
he's when, when it's not uh, when the sticky stuff is gone, this guy bombs the ball. So I, I get Joey Gallo one. I'm very happy about that. Uh, points bet and other books have Gallo at plus 450 as the second favorite. That's some decent value. I mean, there must be a ton of money coming in on Otani for him Gotta to be, be plus 205 at some. This is an eight man event and he's two to one. It's a, and it's no. a gigantic gap, like th- between the number one and number two in terms of the odds. That's a that's a huge gap. So I got Gallo one, which means you get two picks here. All right, uh, we're all betters here, so I'm going to look at it from the sports betting perspective. Uh, Otani should be my second pick because he is uh, one of the players most likely to win it, but I'm not going to bet on him. So I'm not going to I'm not going to give out Otani. You you can go ahead and take Otani, which you'll probably do. Um, I'm mad at you, so I'm going to take Olson. Oh my God. Well, I thought I'd get him back to the other side. Uh, Olsen, nobody's talking about him. He's on the right side with Gallo. So uh, that, that hurts him a little bit. He has a pretty good uh, launch angle at 17.4%. That's fourth in the field behind Gallo, Otani, and Story. That according to uh, to BetQL. But um, yeah, Olsen's been on a nice run. 23 homers. Uh, his furthest home run is 445 feet. I think there's a slight advantage to lefties. You mentioned the height in right field, maybe not, but uh, I'll say that there is a slight advantage to lefties, and he's going to advance past Mancini. It would be a great story for Mancini to win around, but I think Olsen's uh, going to get there. So I'm going to take uh, Olsen at six to one. He is my first pick and my second pick. Hmm. Not going with Story, not going with Mancini. Oh, that's easy. Easy. Lock it in, Perez. By the way, I knew that that was coming. By the way, if you shop around, uh, you can get Salvi at 15 to 1 at some legal books. So I think that's worth a shot. That's really good. Yeah. All right. So Gallo goes one. You go Matt Olson and Salvador Perez, which means I get two shots here at this thing. Here we go. Look, I cannot leave Shohei Otani on the board any longer. It, it's it's Shohei Otani. He's the favorite to win this thing. I know I'm not getting a great number here, as you said, but I gotta go him. So so now I have a big decision to make because I, I I think there's two ways I could play this now. <laughs> go ahead, do it, do it. Take Otani's opponent. Is that what you're thinking? Yes, that is what yeah. I'm thinking. But I'm gonna leave him. Okay. And I'm going with Pete Alonso, who we talked about earlier, as kind of a guy that, that we're kind of ignoring here. Um, but he won this thing two years ago. He's got, and I'm going head to head versus you. So if I get Pete Alonzo out of the first round, it means gone is your second pick. So I like that right away. I'm glad you did that. So I didn't have to consider Alonzo because I would have done that. Uh, going against kids, going get Salvi Perez. Oh, I, I've got to go with Soto. That's the play. Yeah. That, well, that was my decision. Soto or Alonzo. I just didn't, yeah. I, I didn't like the idea of, of, you know, potentially my, my third pick out in the, Second, you know, first round. You know, these odds changed a lot over the weekend because on Friday when they first popped, we were talking about Soto, how he was one of the top four favorites. And now he's one of the long shots. At points bet, he's nine to one just because he's matched up with Otani. They're clearly getting a lot of Otani money since they had to move him down to two to one. So they bump up Soto because people aren't betting on him. So I'm going to go with Soto. As you mentioned earlier in the show, he's a guy that, that can spray it to all fields. And 24% of Soto's at-bats this season have resulted in a hard hit of 95 miles per hour or faster. That's tops in Major League Baseball. A value of 9-1, to one, and he's a lefty. If it if that assists him a little bit, 
Uh, that's not a bad play at all. So I'm going to go with Soto there. And, and my, I mentioned earlier yeah. um, that Otani doesn't take batting practice. At least he hasn't this year. Yeah. So I, I do have a little bit of a fear Otani wears out at some point in this thing. I have no fear Juan Soto wears out. That guy is built like a bull. Like he's just, I think he might be one of the strongest hitters, if not the strongest hitter in baseball. He won't have fatigue tonight. I'm sure of that. If Sori beats Gallo, would that be a bigger upset than Soto over Otani? In your mind. Yeah, I, think now, I know the fans would say Otani losing would be the biggest upset. Yeah, the, the one thing I, I don't know how to quantify, I don't know if you could, it's his park. Trevor Story hits a Coors Field all the time. Like the advantage is for everyone. It's not like the thin air is only for, you know, Trevor Story. It's for everyone. But he's used to it. He's used to batting practice there. He's used to hitting the ball out there. He's just used to the dimension, everything. I was so excited. 1990 All-Star game at Wrigley Field and Rhino won, my favorite player at that time. That was so awesome. And maybe it happens again. We saw it with Bryce Harper. We saw it with Todd Frazier in Cincinnati, yeah. right? It yeah, could happen again. And this could be stories goodbye because it's, it's, I would think he's getting traded the next couple weeks. I know I know the Rockies are as dumb as a franchise as there is in baseball, so maybe they hold on and get a draft pick, but this has got to be it for him. Uh, tough ma- tough matchup for him. Maybe a little uh, surprise that Major League Baseball put, put him up against Gallo. One of the favorites here, but I will go with Story just because I like him more than Mancini here. So that gives me Trey Mancini as the final pick. Yep. All right. So the field. So so our, our teams are. I have Gallo, Otani, Man, uh, Alonzo, Mancini. You have Olson, Perez, Soto, Story. I mean, I I lost. I fa- fail. You I you we, got the two favorites. I think we both have two guys on each side of the bracket, though. True. So that, that at least gives us a chance to uh, be head-to-head in the final more than if it ended up 3-1, you know, 3-1. Uh, Jay Kassan, uh, w- which side won this? Joe G has Gallo, Otani, Alonzo, Mancini. I have Olsen, Perez, Soto, and Story. Oh, geez, I got my butt kicked. Yeah, I mean, knee-jerk reaction, it's Joe G. But, I mean, Joe O, we're, I mean... I got the odds on my side. I think we're underrating the selection of Soto here just because he's against Otani. Like we're really yeah. underrating Soto here. And and I'll give it in lighting bets, but I like Soto for a couple of things tonight, including longest home run. Okay, good, good. I was surprised league winner, American League is minus 240. That the winner of the home run derby comes from the AL and the NL side is plus 175. So who are who Soto, Alonzo, Story, Story? Is that it? Is it is it three because to five? They did five to three. That's why it's there's a big gap. But I, right. I know guy has a chance here. Yeah. Well, part of the problem is too with the NL. A guy that I think we all like is going up against the favorite, right? Soto could be out and probably, you know, likely to be out round one. I feel like our bracket here, Joe, that we created, it will be determined who's in the advantage right away. If Soto knocks out Otani, you're gonna feel like you got this. Yes. And if Otani wins. I mean, you lost a big, a big chance early, and I've got the favorite moving forward. But you know how that works. A- anybody who who bet Soto nine to one, if he takes out Otani, then you're thinking, all right, I'm at least going to the final. But it took a lot of energy to beat Otani. Sure, and then and Pete that, Alonso yeah. could be waiting, or Perez, right? Pete Alonso or Perez is waiting next. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I mentioned earlier length of the longest home run at. <laughs> I don't know how high this number is going to get. Some places have it 510 in the hook. Some places already have it at 519 in the hook this morning. Uh, the over money is going to continue to come in, but I I don't really believe them. So I'm not betting on this market. They're, they might just uh, bump it up by 10 feet because it'll sound sexier. Yeah. Five, when I saw 519 and a half, I mean, I, 
wild. That's an insane number. I know we're in Coors Field, and the humidor is going to be off, so who knows? And look, Otani has hit, you know, you mentioned earlier, Otani and Gallo have hit the longest home runs this season. I mean, I would be surprised if we don't get a bunch over 500 feet, but 519 and a half, who's betting over? Everybody. Yeah. They're just going to, it doesn't matter. It's one of those things. Just put up whatever number you want. People are going to bet the over because that's what they want to see. They do. Yeah, I, I have a feeling a right-handed hitter is going to hit the longest one tonight. I don't know why. Maybe Story, third longest home runs in baseball this year. Maybe Pete Alonso gets into one. Maybe your boy, Salvador Perez. You're in your Salvador Perez jersey tonight when you're watching this? <laughs> yeah, if I had one. <laughs> uh, Vlad has the most home runs we've ever seen in a derby with 91. 91. Second most, Stanton with 61. And that was before Vlad got in shape. <laughs> Vlad did that out of shape a few years ago. Well, they did. They do change the rules because you could stop if yeah. your spot is locked up. So you you have to take that into account. How about the total home runs? The number's 224 and a hook. I like over. Over. Yeah. Coors Field. Yeah. These guys are going to put on a show. Okay. It may not go 525 feet, but we're going to see 225 home runs tonight. We'll find out what Jimmy Patsos has to say because you know he's going to have a play on this. Yes, oh, he's, bad. He's, a, he's a basketball guy, but he's going to have a play on the home run derby. That's where I'm sure he's going to start off. We'll find out next. We'll check it with Jimmy Patsos and Lightning Vets later on. Joe Ojo G, keep it locked on BQL Daily from BQL.